It's time for the 360 round, and today we focus on Starbucks and its earnings. Joining me right now, RJ Hadavai of Head of Research at uh, Placer AI, and Dan Ahrens, Managing Director and Portfolio Manager at Advisor Shares. Thank you so much for being with us. So um, I'll start with you, RJ. What are your big takeaways from the report? Yeah, I think the big takeaway is that, you know, with the return of Howard Schultz, he really identified what the, the key issue with the, the company is. And shifting consumer preferences has really changed the way people interact with the Starbucks brand. And ultimately right now with uh, a lot more people coming into the restaurants, uh, like John just said in the previous segment, we've seen visitations way above what they were in uh, 2019 based on our data, at least, you know, heading into the quarter. There's a lot more people coming in and Starbucks is, you know, dealing with a lot of complexity and how to deal with that. And so I think the key takeaway is that company looking to make investments in its people, its technology, its store formats to better accommodate in that, that increased demand that they're seeing coming through their doors. Yeah, and Dan, what do you think for Starbucks versus its competition? Is it positioned well? Um, they're doing better here in North America. They talked about international comp sales dropping some. Is this a winner here or not necessarily? It's hard to say. There's a lot to unpack from the earnings. And I can't shy away from the fact that was trading at a 52-week low. So Howard Schultz has a great track record, and he really, you know, fires up people in his uh, quarterly uh, reports. And the stock's up today, but a big miss in, in China business. Um, they're they're pulling guidance uh, for the rest of the year, which is highly suspect. Um, a lot of employment issues. But Howard Schultz yeah. wants to reinvest in his employees, reinventing the company a little bit to be faster, more efficient. But in my fund, I greatly underweight Starbucks. I prefer a competitor like um, Dutch Brothers, for instance. Maybe it looks a little bit like uh, Starbucks did a decade or so ago. I see. So looking at Dutch Brothers, uh, B-R-O-S is the ticker symbol there, is one of your top five holdings in your EATS ETF. Um, RJ, tell me more about where you think the issues are for Starbucks and whether or not they really can handle them. Because there's a lot of, obviously, the unionization, something that we talked about, um, but just overall inflation and wage growth and things like that. Yeah, I think it's, it's certainly a headwind that the company's got to face both, uh, you know, the inflation side, uh, labor staffing is a big issue at this point as well. Um, even just the way consumers are coming about it. I mean, we saw coffee have a huge year in 2021, generally speaking, but a lot of the growth was in the drive through side of the business and Dutch Bros being a key uh, beneficiary of that. And I think that that's uh, something for Starbucks, which has built its brand on being such an experience, uh, now trying to satisfy that convenience customer through drive through and other formats. Uh, that's a big challenge as well. Um, you know, on top of that, too, with staffing, you know, when you have turnover like you have uh, ahead of what the company's used to, uh, that requires a lot more investment, a lot more uh, capital that will go into that. Um, yeah, I think those right. are the things that really need to need to focus on at this point. Um, yeah, I think some of that stuff will sort itself out over time, but right now it's all about keeping the employees that you do have. You don't want to see that attrition go any higher than it is because um, you know, that can ultimately lead to a, a subpar experience, and I think the company's working aggressively to fix that at this point. Yeah. You know, and the company is now um, put off guidance, and there are some people who agree that they shouldn't be giving guidance at this point. It's a tough environment. They're looking for a successor um, this fall. Dan, your final thoughts here, because really, is there anything like Starbucks? Because McDonald's and, and Dunkin' Donuts and all these other names have coffees, but are they, are they Starbucks?
Well, Starbucks isn't going away. They have turned themselves into a global dominant company, and but they're steering a little bit more towards a McDonald's model, trying to be more fast and efficient. So not going away, but remember, this thing's trading at a 52-week low. So is Starbucks maybe more of a defensive long-term play? I mean, a decade or so ago, it was a you know a smaller, fast-growth company and spectacular. It may just be a different animal now. Yeah. And final thoughts, RJ, on you know the competition and the space. I mean, does it get better? Because China is obviously a big, big hindrance at this point. Yeah, I mean, I think China has still a lot of issues to be resolved in that front. Uh, looking specifically at North America, which is where we focus a lot of our, uh, our data at this point. Um, yeah, it's certainly gotten more competitive. We've seen a lot of the independents go out of business. And so now you've got a lot of the larger players competing with one another. I think if Starbucks can rise to the challenge and meet consumers where they want to be met in terms of drive through, in terms of, you know, order, uh, order fulfillment, um, you know, being making it more convenient to get uh, orders to consumers right now. Um, yeah, I think there can be a recovery here. And, you know, wouldn't put it past Howard. One thing he really knows well is the customer experience. Yeah. So I think that there's a lot to look at if the company uh, continues to put some new initiatives in place for the yeah. rest of this year. Good to see you both. Thank you very much. RJ Hadavice, Placer AI, and Dan Ahrens of Advisors. Thank you so much for being with us.